Hey, hey, what's going on? You know, I'm correspondent John Ross Marcus Cox coming back at you today. I got another uh, little music review deal here for you. So I've, I've reviewed a couple songs here uh, last couple weeks by Oliver Anthony. I did his uh, Rich Men North of Richmond, and I've got to get sober. And honestly, other than just the song itself being, you know, just being good in general, what was what became more and more apparent to me was just the, like the fact that the story this dude's telling is so um, common, I guess, you know, in in, in today's world in twenty twenty three. You know, if you, if you look at the and historically, let's be honest, if you like, I don't know if people, I think a lot of people realize this, but it's even more evident, obviously, as a Monday morning quarterback. If you look back in history, I mean, good music. Well, really does give you an idea of what the underbelly of society is thinking is, uh, you know, what's what's brewing, what kind of attitudes are are taking shape. Um, you know, what what's that next 10 years going to look like? If you look at music all on the way, look at the, 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 music, the, the music of the 80s, the music of the 90s, you know, the hip hop, you know, revolution, it all foreshadowed what the next decade was going to was going to look like. And so I just find it very, very intriguing, interesting, you know, that here I am sitting here, you know, this like super redneck, white, trashy looking dude that's like all of a sudden super connected politically and rubbing elbows with those kind of people. Um, you know, but but then I look up and I, I see people like, you know, Jelly Roll and Morgan Wallen and Morgan Wallen and Oliver Anthony and Up Church and FJ Outlaw and Tom McDonald and Hardy and Tyler Childers and Sergio Simpson and on the hip-hop side of things, Kevin Gates and Boozy Badass and, you know, God rest his soul, you know, Triple X. I think it's Triple X Temptation or something. I, can't, I don't know how you say his name, but his his lyrics, what he was singing about, what he was going through in his life was also, it was just so apparent when you look at all these people that the, the world, man, it's just, it's just, it is thirsty for real deal, transparency, honesty, vulnerability, all that stuff. And so unfortunately for some of these guys, like you know, like, like the Triple X kid, I mean he you know, his he was so honest, transparent, vulnerable, all that that it ended up, you know, leading to his death. Um there's been uh, there's been other ones. Look at back in history you look at Tupac. I mean, his transformation from his early days into you know, into death into death row and just how politics and his you know, his desire to to make things better and improve the world and all it just you got the it got the best of him you know but it's uh i see i just see so many common traits amongst the people that are getting getting famous in music regardless of skin color background all, all that it's like it's just it's people that have been through the shit you know what i mean and it, that are so broken and so like honest and honestly, that's probably the only thing that's helped them survive is the fact that they've been willing to tell their story. And so today I want to, you know, in the, in the spirit of that, I want to listen to another song and discuss it a little bit. And this is actually the, I think it's number one on the, on the Billboard's country charts. It's, uh, Jelly, it's Jelly Roll's I Need a Favor. And Jelly, I love Jelly Roll to death because he, he reminds me of my, of my first cousin. God, God rest his soul, cousin Jerry Wayne Houston. So, Aunt Tammy, hope you listen to this and 
here's I'm giving giving uh, our guy Jerry our, our guy Jerry a little shout out. He reminds me of him so much just in his his size and his in his personality and his uh, outgoing nature and just his like messiness and his a uh, little bit you know his, his white trashiness and his just it just his just like out of this world um, appearance and personality. He also reminds me of my biological father for that reason. Um, and even though it's his, this song and the way it's presented is so much different than Oliver Anthony's music is, if you listen to the if you listen to the lyrics, the words, the story it's telling, they're saying a lot of the same things. And so we're gonna listen to this song. Let me, I'll let it play through once. Then, then I'm gonna go back and play it again and talk about some of the lyrics as 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 we go there. So I'm gonna transition you over here. So let's just let's just hear them out and tell me what you think. Here we go. Only talk to God when I need a favor, and I only pray when I ain't got a prayer. So who the hell am I? Who the hell am I to expect a savior? If I only talk to God when I need a favor
There you go. That's Jelly Roll's Need a Favor. And the again, we're going we're going to kind of listen to it. I'll break it down kind of as we go along here. But for me, the biggest thing there is like, let's think about what like what Oliver Anthony was talking about. Um, just when he was discussing his suicidal thoughts and how he had a great he had a great marriage and had a great kid and all that and was still was still just like struggling mentally emotionally all that bullshit like how much of that is and the answer for me is a whole hell of a lot of it is this is just like not just like not just country people you know but obviously it does resonate with the country music charts obviously but how common is it? how many we all know someone I know someone specifically my own damn self that only seems to ask for help when I absolutely am at the last second of possibly even being able to accept it because it may not even may not even like fix the problem because I've waited so long, you know. I, and it's also just kind of right in line with that whole deal of just not feeling good enough you know feel, feeling unworthy of god's mercy of god's love of a good woman's love of your parents love your siblings love your friends like and just therefore not not even demanding people treat you with respect because you like because you're so hard on yourself you're so self-deprecating self-sabotaging all that like you can't even expect someone to treat you the way you should be treated and so, again, we're going to listen to a couple. We're going to listen to it again, and we'll stop it along the way. So for those of y'all that are um, watching, you'll be able to hear it, but you're going to be seeing me the whole time as opposed to actually watching the video on here. So, again, let's, let's listen to a little bit of it. All right? And then I'm going to uh, – actually, you know what? I think I'm just going to – I am still going to let you watch it. Let's watch a little bit of it. I'm going to stop it along the way, though. Here we go. I only talk to God when I need a favor. And I only pray when I ain't got a prayer. So who the hell am I? Who the hell am I to expect a Savior? Oh, if I only talk to God when I need a favor. God, I need a favor. So let's think about that for a second. Who am I to expect a favor from God when I only ask him for for favors when I need them, when I'm only talking to him when I need them? He's, he's talking about how he will let things get so bad that he almost is self, it's almost self-sabotaging self having a self-fulfilling prophecy thing there because it's almost like he's ex he expects things to go to go bad. And that's that resonates with some with everybody everybody from the middle class and below, black, white, yellow, whatever. Anybody who's low, who's middle class or below here in, here in the country that they, they, that resonates with them. He says he knows amazing grace, but he ain't been living those words. We can all, we can all connect with that. 
spend more Sundays drunk off my ass than I have in church. He spent more days drunk off his ass than he has in church. We all can resonate with that. The problem with the problem with that is, I love that he's I love that he's acknowledging it because I do. I, listen, I, I, I'm talking about this song because I'm the same way. The problem is, Jelly Roll, just like John Ross, Marcus Cox, and I'm sure just like Oliver Anthony and so many others, thinks because we think because we're keeping score of ourselves that there's no way that we deserve forgiveness or grace or kindness or mercy from anyone, let alone the man upstairs. And so it's, it's very, very quickly takes us to a dark place. I cover King James, only been saving dust on the nightstand. And I don't know what to say. By the time I fold my hands, I only talk to God when I need a favor. And I only pray when I ain't got the prayer. So who the hell am I, who the hell am I to expect a savior? In the video here, he's, the dad is walking into a hospital room to I, obviously to his child that looks like it's a little girl that obviously has cancer. She's asleep in the hospital bed, and I think what he's getting at here is like the the story they're trying to tell in this in the video is holy shit! I waited till my daughter was till my daughter's about to die in the hospital before I've like went to God. To like thank him or to ask him for help or to ask him to bless my family or to ask him ask him ask him to give me the strength to do what is what's right for their health and safety and future, you know, whatever. And so this dad's walking up to his hospital bed and he's 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 contemplating, do I even ask God now? I've waited till this point. Do I even deserve to ask for his for his mercy here? Even though it's not even mercy for him, it's for his, for the child. That's what he's getting at. And like, I mean, there's and so many people feel this way about their circumstances. Hanging in there. He's asking God to, can you spare me? 
oh my God, oh my God, Hail Mary. How many of us have been there? Well, we're at the, we are at the end of our rope. Nowhere left, nowhere left to turn. What he's talking about here is that that majority segment of society that doesn't that doesn't even feel worthy of asking of asking for help because they don't value themselves and they know that they haven't deserve they don't deserve it and they haven't earned it. This is honestly the when people when people talk about uh, how people on welfare don't. The, don't deserve this, don't deserve that, you know, they're lazy pieces of shit, stuff like that. that. This is what I think of when I think that, because I, I know those people. I've been one of those people. The majority of them don't feel like they're, they may seem lazy now. Yeah, they're overweight, especially right down, down in my neck of the woods. If, you're a, if your last name's Cox, it's a good chance that you got some diabetes missing a foot. But really, they're like that because they're depressed. They feel unworthy. They know they don't deserve it, whatever. They know those things. They don't need to hear people talking shit about them. And that's why when people took what Oliver Anthony said about the paying for FUD rounds or whatever, they went over the top with it because he wasn't meaning it in a hateful way. He was just meaning it as like, we can't be, we can't be adding fuel to the fire to the people that are sick by just giving them free shit and letting them buy whatever they want with it. They 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 need it. They need the help. But we should be empowering them to get healthy food, get rid of these food deserts, stuff like that. That's where I'm going to stop it. That last line. And who the hell am I to expect a savior when I only talk to God when I need a favor? Here's what I want to tell everybody. This is what the majority of people in this country, this is how, this is how we feel. We don't have a sense of entitlement. We don't think we deserve a whole bunch of anything or anything at all for that matter. We're just barely hanging on. We don't even feel we don't even feel worthy of asking for help from our spouse, our siblings, or whatever. But here's what I want to tell everybody. This is reverberating through society and if you see all these people getting famous from it, said Jelly Roll, Morgan Wall, he's he's a piece of shit too, just like I just like I am. Just like Jelly Roll would say he is. Just like I know Upchurch say he does, he is. Gates, Boozy, all I mean listen. Oliver Anthony, we're all willing to admit that. We're all willing to admit we're a piece of shit. We're all willing to admit that. But here's where we got to stop and we got to change. We got to flip the script and realize that the fact that we know those things and we're willing to admit them means that whether or not we feel deserving 
of it or not, the world needs needs us. The world needs Jelly Roll. The world needs Oliver Anthony. The world the world needs honesty, transparency, re real talk. It needs those people that are self sabotaging, self deprecating, that feel unworthy, that just speak the truth. There's real as shit. All right, because right now, it seems like only douchebags out there continue to expect the world to give them what they want, even after they fail and fail and fail. They, those people, the people that that are that are making it, are the people that don't give a damn what you think about them. And so, guess what? The world ends up getting ran by people that don't give a damn what you think about them, or that don't give a shit what happens to you. Oh, it seems like only assholes continue to think they deserve good things regardless of their own actions. They're thinking, me, 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 I'm trying to get mine, right? Well, if people that don't think that way can't figure out a way to change their mind to where it's like, okay, I've been an asshole, I don't deserve this, but I'm trying to learn from my mistakes, and the, the world deserves for a real person that's willing to be honest and vulnerable to be in that position. Some will go for it. It's in the political office. Seems like only narcissistic human beings tend to run for office. But it's just, I don't even need to name, I don't even, I don't even need to name names. Y'all can think of them. Like, you probably write off 10, 15 of them. Even if you don't, Pay attention to policies, you probably can name off five or six of them. But what do we expect when good people fail to step up? Whether it's due to you know just like an, an excess amount of humility or whatever, we need real people to step up and tell their stories and be vulnerable and just hey, go for broke. This world needs real people. And I honestly think, and I'll, I'm going to finish with this. I was watching a Hulu documentary on Jelly Roll. And y'all should watch it if you haven't. He's at the CMA Awards backstage, him and his, him and his old lady. And y'all I mean, that have seen Jelly Roll, I mean, he's like tatted up on his neck and shit. I mean, he looks, I mean, he's, I think I look trashy. I mean, old, old dude's got me beat by 100 miles, right? But he's awesome. But there's a time in there where you can tell he's like yelling at Reba. And you can tell, ain't nobody want his big ass there. Ain't nobody, ain't like, ain't nobody really trying to like be about it with Jelly. The only reason he's there is because the normal average person is clicking on his shit on YouTube. That's the only reason. So my call, what I'm calling for right now is for real people that have the gift of gab or whatever, they got the looks, they got the message, they got the story, they got the, they got the, they got the sound, they got the voice, whatever, to go for it. And then real people like you and I have to have their back and not be embarrassed about the fact that that person looks out of place and we support them along the way and we love them when we listen to them in our car or we pull the lever to vote for them in the, in the, on the ballot box. We got to loudly proclaim we're tired of the old guard. 
We're tired of the curated nonsense. We're tired of the McCon Mitch McConnell's of the world and the Joe Bidens and all that shit. We're tired of those people. We want some raw-ass, real-ass people in there. Because if we don't, if we don't do that, I don't have a lot of hope for the future. But I think we're going to do it. And I think that's why people are getting are getting so famous that 10 years ago they would have never gotten one second on the airwaves like Jelly Roll and Oliver Anthony. It's because the message is so strong. The undercurrent of support and acceptance and relatability is so strong that the powers that be can't do a damn thing about it. And I'm excited to see what happens. Thanks a lot for listening. Again, this is way too much JRMC. Click, like, share, comment, all that. So make sure you subscribe to the channel. Appreciate you. Have a great day. Bye-bye.